What up, world? Welcome and all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is RG Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on the Ocho. And welcome to BTB's continued coverage of the 2020 NFL Draft. It is the final day of the draft. The Dallas Cowboys having four picks, one in the fourth round, two in the fifth, none in the sixth round, then, of course, a seventh round draft pick. And we're here right now to discuss their fourth round selection with the 123rd overall pick in the 2020 NFL draft. The Dallas Cowboys selected cornerback Reggie Robinson out of Tulsa. This gives the Cowboys two cornerbacks so far. First time they've drafted two corners in the same draft class since they drafted uh, Chidabe Awuze, Jordan Lewis, and Marquez White uh, back in 2017. And that's a big reason why corners are a need for the Cowboys. We've talked about this several times about how if you forecast into 2021, both Cheeto and Jordan Lewis are free agents, and maybe the Cowboys decide to bring one back. Uh, maybe they don't. I mean, who knows how things go, but the Cowboys very clearly needed help at cornerback in the here and now, and they have spent two of their top four picks at the position. So far, the Cowboys draft class in the first round obviously took CeeDee Lamb, the wideout from Oklahoma, Trayvon Diggs, the corner from Alabama. We talked about that. And then Neville Gallimore, the defensive tackle out of Oklahoma in the third round. But in taking Reggie Robinson, the Cowboys now have two young corners, two young promising corners, two young athletic corners that they can build on and look forward uh, to the future. And this is, I really like this pick. And I know that a lot of people really like this pick. This is another example of the Cowboys drafting a player rated much higher on consensus boards than 123rd. Uh, he is regarded by many to be, you know, kind of in the top 15 cornerbacks that were in this class, and that's a really good value, I think, for the Cowboys to get at 123rd. And this guy, Reggie Robinson, if you're unfamiliar, a bit more of an aggressive corner, and that's uh, something that's maybe held against him in the eyes of some, uh, sort of leads to some, you know, issues, and I think people have uh, worries about PI and things like that, but um, there there is a school of thought that you want that sort of mentality and that sort of disposition uh, at the cornerback position. So Reggie Robinson, again, coming out of Tulsa, uh, that program, very interesting. And uh, four interceptions last season, 17 passes defended. Um, and I, I mean, the you know, it's been said many times how Cowboys cornerbacks haven't gotten interceptions. And the Cowboys are very clearly going to be a little bit different. And you look at their regrouped overall cornerback group now. Obviously, the Cowboys uh, had Cheeto and Jordan. They re-signed Anthony Brown. They brought in Maurice Kennedy and Savion Smith. And now they have added Trayvon Diggs and uh, – and Reggie Robinson. And so is that the best cornerback room in the NFL? No. And is it better than it was last year? No. None of those things are going to be said by anybody. However, this is how you begin to fix that. You you can't, you know, the reality is you can't keep everybody. The Cowboys could have kept Byron Jones if they really wanted to, but they clearly chose not to do that. And so this is the smart, responsible way to deal with the aftermath of that. Investing draft picks, investing top 100 picks. Obviously, Reggie is the 123rd overall pick, but he's still a very good player. And I think that this is, is a move that the Cowboys have to feel very pleased about. I mean, honestly, you know, I don't know that you could have expected to get two quality corners like this. And I think if, if I had told you before the draft started that the Cowboys would take two corners in their first four picks, you would have thought it was some combination of A.J. Terrell and whoever else. You would maybe Christian Fulton, etc. I think the fact that the top corner in the Cowboys draft class specifically is Trayvon Diggs, and the fact that they got him at 51 overall is what makes all of this just incredible. I mean, so far, the Cowboys are showing a very different approach than they have in years past when it comes to uh, rebuilding their team through the draft, and it's, it's one that I think a lot of bright minds are fans of. I think four picks in, and the Cowboys, let's be clear, still do have uh, three more picks on day three 
four picks in, these are this is a home run. I mean, does that mean they're winning the Super Bowl this year? No, but it means that they are smart. It means they are committed. It means they are disciplined. It reads, and I keep making this joke, like Mike McCarthy had an entire year to prepare for this, uh, and we're starting to see those things pay off. But again, Reggie Robinson, and all of this information, by the way, from the fantastic, incomparable Dane Brugler's draft guide, go buy it, the best draft resource you can have this time of year. Strengths, according to Dane Brugler, passes the eye test with his height, arm length, and build at the position, staggers his steps, and opens his hips to, to stay attached from press. Excellent job squatting in zone coverage, reading the quarterback, and working toward the anticipated throw lane. Dialed in and feels route combinations around him. Out competes receivers at the catch point, and he is always ball searching. High football IQ. And that's the type of cornerback, that's the type of prospect that Cowboys have really needed. They, you know, we, we've talked again about those interception numbers and why they're so low, how the Cowboys are, you know, for whatever reason, a team that can't turn the ball over when they're on defense and they need those aggressive players they need those aggressive mindsets I think that's why so many people love Jordan Lewis he's somebody that does have that high football IQ as well somebody who always kind of seems to be around the football somebody who always sort of magnetizes his way to being in the right spot at the right time and that's Reggie Robinson and I again I think that a year from now we will look at this cornerback group and we'll say you know what maybe the Cowboys made the right decision. And I know that's a bold take to have right now because, look, the right decision is to keep the best players around. And Byron Jones is an awesome football player, and letting him go is a very, very difficult pill to swallow. However, I I really cannot stress enough that the Cowboys are handling it as best as they possibly could. There were a lot of people that were concerned when they were only signing Maurice Kennedy and Savion Smith. There were a lot of people that wanted Chris Harris and things like that. But it's hard to be displeased. It's it's hard to feel like the Cowboys didn't have a plan and aren't executing their plan the exact way they wanted. Uh, I, I don't think this draft could have gone any better for them. I, I truly don't. At least four picks in. I don't see how this, you know, these, these top 123 picks and these four picks specifically for the Cowboys could have gone any better. But um, look, if you're concerned about the aggressiveness associated with Robinson's game, do not be. Because again, I am somebody from the school of thought that I want that. I, I really do. And I think that this team and this defense really needs that. I think it's a change in philosophy. I think that this defense has been coached to be very conservative for a long time. I know we had Bobby Belt on to discuss the Gallimore pick, and I know that he has tweeted out some numbers and, and different statistics on this, but you look at what Brandon Carr did when he left the Cowboys and joined the Baltimore Ravens. Things suddenly changed, and a lot of people, you know, we've made the jokes, oh, if Byron Jones starts intercepting the ball with the Dolphins, what's it going to say? I think there's enough data and enough evidence to suggest that it is the Cowboys and the way they've coached their defense and the way they've coached their secondary specifically that has led to a lack of turnovers. And I think, and I really, you know, every time we say this, it sounds like we're really just dragging the Jason Garrett regime, and I'm not trying to do that. However, it is worth noting that so far, four picks in the Cowboys, again, have gotten four players that were rated by consensus people much higher than the pick that the Cowboys ultimately landed them in. And we haven't seen a draft like this from the Cowboys and. I mean, I don't even know since when. And so what is the difference? It is in the coaching staff. And that's not to say that Jason Garrett and his staff, you know, just couldn't get it done or whatever. And obviously, you know, the organization had to move on from them. But it really shows the work that Mike McCarthy has done and the coaching staff has done in parallel with the scouting department. Mike McCarthy said after Friday night, he gave a lot of kudos, gave a lot of props uh, to Will McClay and the entire scouting staff and personnel department, et cetera. This is, this is what total group works work looks like I mean this is this is hard work over several months over a year really paying off in beautiful fashion and so it is very nice to see the Cowboys uh, accomplishing some things um, you know 
in, in smooth order. But um, in terms of what the Cowboys need, our next will be back after the fifth round. We'll wait till the Cowboys make both of their picks in the fifth round, barring any sort of movement or anything. Uh, remember last year, the Cowboys took Michael Jackson and Joe Jackson both out of Miami in the fifth round. So we'll be back to talk about their two fifth round picks next. Uh, in terms of what the Cowboys need, I don't see them spending any pick on offense. I, I truly don't. I mean, maybe they get a backup quarterback. I know people have been talking about that a lot. Um, but, I mean, they still have yet to address edge rush. I mean, and maybe they're they're counting on Randy Gregory or Alden Smith. Maybe they're just hoping at this point because of the, the you know places they've chosen to spend their draft picks. But I would be shocked if they don't walk away with an edge rusher uh, pretty soon. But, uh, but backup quarterback, again, I think would be the only offensive direction that they could go. Uh, other than that, I mean, if they wanted to draft on their defensive tackle, if they want to get even another their cornerback you know they still haven't addressed safety I mean there's a lot of uh, ways that Cowboys can uh, can go about this but we'll be back after the fifth round to discuss uh, we've got tons of articles tons of coverage available at bloggingtheboys.com on Twitter at bloggingtheboys Instagram at blogging.v.boys you can find me on Twitter or the gram I am at RJ Ochoa you can also shoot me an email rj.ochoa at sbnation.com and subscribe to the blogging the boys podcast feed we're available on all major podcast platforms we'll see you after the fifth round